Welcome, I'm Anastasia Yuglova, and this is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, December 22nd. In preparation for the new year, the outgoing Congress has passed legislation that was signed into law by the President on Wednesday, increasing the maximum annual contribution that can be made to one's health savings account. We'll talk to Director of Health Policy Studies Michael Cannon today about what this means for Americans. What's in the new HSA amendments for 2007? Well, as part of its last-minute legislative blitz at the end of 2006, Congress enacted some changes to the current rules for health savings accounts. Part of those changes were an increase in the amount that people can contribute tax-free to a health savings account. As you know, a health savings account is a tax-free account that can be combined with high-deductible insurance so that you can put money into your health savings account tax-free, and that can cover your medical expenses up to your insurance policies deductible. Well, the rule used to be that you could put in to the health savings account as much money as you needed to cover that deductible. But in 2007, Congress will let people put more money into their health savings account so that if you have a deductible of, say, $1,500, you could still put in $2,850 into your health savings account, whereas in 2006, you would have been limited to that $1,500 because that was the amount of your deductible. The long story short is that a lot of people are going to be able to put more money tax-free into their health savings accounts, and that's going to make that type of insurance more attractive to people. So what have been some of the biggest barriers preventing HSAs from becoming more commonplace as medical insurance schemes? Well, I think the biggest barrier really isn't about the contribution limits to the health savings accounts. I think the biggest barrier has always been that people, in order to open an HSA, have to have that high deductible health insurance. And that's scary to a lot of people. People aren't used to deductibles of $1,500 or two or $3,000, and they haven't saved up enough money to cover that. And so they're really reluctant to just dive into a health insurance product like that. I think that one of the ways that this change that Congress just passed helps get at that problem is it does allow people to put more money into their health savings accounts so that in a couple of years, you might be able to cover four or five years worth of deductibles. But really, the problem is that Congress is telling people what kind of insurance to purchase. And instead of increasing the contribution limits, Congress might, to the health savings account, Congress might think about looking at loosening up the insurance requirement, allowing people to combine health savings accounts with different types of insurance. And that's something that we've advocated at Cato. In fact, we've advocated turning health savings accounts into a vehicle that lets workers control all the money that the employer is spending on their behalf and use that money to buy whatever kind of insurance they want. What are some of the common problems that companies run up against with HSAs? Well, there's a lot of confusion on the part of employees. Some employees just don't understand how the health savings account and the insurance are supposed to work together. A lot of employers are just risk averse. They don't want to try out a new product until they see other people's experiences with it. And I think another reason why employers are reluctant to move toward health savings accounts is because there is this perception among workers that health savings accounts just shift the cost of healthcare from the employer to the worker. What that view doesn't recognize is that the worker was already paying for all of the costs of their health benefits. They're just paying for it through reduced wages. So really what health savings accounts do is they shift control over those dollars from the employer to the worker. And I think as health savings accounts catch on, as more people grow comfortable with them, more workers will start to figure that out, that really all they're giving up is control. The employers aren't shouldering any more of the cost. The worker has always been shouldering the cost of those health benefits, and more workers are going to demand the control that the employers now have. 
And have HSAs been catching on? Has there been a growth in membership? Well, it's difficult to gauge just how much HSAs have caught on so far. There have been varying estimates that put the number at about 3 million, or at least that was the estimate that was made around the beginning of 2006. But with a number that small, I mean, you have something like 180 million Americans with private health insurance. From a base that small, it could double in a year. And in fact, it did double to 3 million from, I think, a year before. It's harder to gauge the amount of money that has been put into each of these health savings accounts that's harder than counting up the number of health savings accounts even. So we don't really have a good handle on that. But I think it's safe to say that health savings accounts, the number is small and it's small enough that it could double in a year, but it is growing. And I expect that health savings accounts will follow the same sort of trajectory that IRAs and 401ks followed, where there's a very small initial growth, but then as they do catch on in the marketplace, people become more comfortable with them. You see a much more rapid uptake. This has been Cato Daily Podcast. Join us next week for a special holiday edition when we will feature some of the best of Cato Daily Podcast since we launched in May of 2006. The Best of Cato Daily Podcast will be up all week and through the new year. Happy Holidays!